I want to kind of be a freelancer slash creator. Um, and I also want to build a DAO that, um, you know, at, at first I wanted it to be a startup that I'm working on, but um, after thinking about it, it's it will be a much greater fit as a DAO. And I feel like having a DAO will give me more time to be able to, um, you know, make art, make music, um, get into YouTube, things like that. So I'm, I'm definitely 100% on the creator economy thing. Welcome back to Your Voice First podcast. Today's guest is Lance N. Davis.e. He's been a software engineer at Apple and Microsoft, and he's actually one of my students from Udemy. He reached out to me and had a couple questions about a Udemy project that I've got to help teach smart contracts on Polygon. Today, we talk about graduating college to go all in on Web3, building DAOs, starting startups, being a creator, finding a full-time job in the Web3 space. Hope you enjoy. Here is Lance. Where, what point would you say you're in in your professional growth? Are you freelancer? Are you employee? Are you business owner, um, investor? So, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually still in school. So um, right now I'm not 100% sure, but what I want to do, um, I want to kind of be a freelancer slash creator. Um, and I also want to build a DAO that, um, you know, at, at first I wanted it to be a startup that I'm working on, but um, after thinking about it, it's it will be a much greater fit as a DAO. And I feel like having a DAO will give me more time to be able to, um, you know, make art, make music, um, get into YouTube, things like that. So I'm, I'm definitely 100% on the creator economy thing. And um, especially just with making digital art, I feel like this is something that I fit in perfectly with because I, um, I've always loved art and I always love, um, I, I grew up playing the piano, you know, I've, I've always had an appreciation for it, but my talent is in software engineering. So um, I've, well, computer engineering in general, because I studied computer engineering in school, um, done an internship at Apple, Microsoft, but I just wanted something that was a, li a little bit more freeing. Um, I, I felt as though the nine to five at the big tech companies was just like, you know, am I truly, genuinely happy? And I had to honestly answer that for myself. So mm. um, just deciding to go off after graduation, um, I graduated in May. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna get into this Web3 thing. If, um, you know, I've been learning Solidity and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready for whatever happens. Holy cow. I have been wondering what the population- oh, oh, I can't hear you. I have been wondering what the population of people like you have on their minds. The people that are seeing this growth in Web3 right now have experienced the big Web2 companies and are just sitting at the point of graduation and saying like, where do I want to put my time? Because you yeah. have so many options. And I read these tweets that are like, people that are graduating are gonna take time off and they're gonna focus on DAOs and Web3 entirely. And I'm like, this is an amazing time to be graduating high school or graduating college. So For sure. it's awesome that you're taking all these opportunities and you are kind of just asking openly. Um, and you're at the perfect perfect point. So you say that you've already done work with Apple and Microsoft, like through your time in college? Yeah, yeah, internships. Very cool, very cool. And what, what have your thoughts been working inside of those companies? Because at this point they are 
each of them probably about trillion dollar companies. So super massive, yeah. tons of employees. <laughs> how, how, did, how did it feel to do work inside of them? Yeah, it, it, it felt like, honestly, it, it felt like I, I, I wouldn't have an outlet for my creativity. Um, you know, you know I, I am an engineer, but I, I see myself as a creator more than anything. I just love, you know, coming up with new ideas, whether they be, um, you know, advanced technology or art or whatever it may be. Um, I see myself as a creator and coming up to my managers uh, at Apple and Microsoft with brand new ideas, things that I wanted to try out. It didn't really mix well with them. You know, they, they, they wanted the hierarchy. They wanted, uh, hey, Lance, you need to get this, this, this done um, so that we can present it to the next person in the, in the chain of command. And personally, I, I don't even really like hierarchies, which is why I like the idea of a DAO. And second, I'm just like, I don't think I'll really be able to express my full creativity until I'm like five years, five, six years into the company. And, and I, I just didn't want to waste my time like that. So Web3 came around. Um, I had always, so I've known about crypto since 2017, um, made my first investment in, in January 2020. And, you know, I, I really wanted to make sure that it was something that, um, that, that, that was safe for me to get into. And then, um, yeah, ever since reading um, a book called The Infinite Machine, I'm just all for Ethereum. <laughs> so I, I, I learned Solidity, um, just, just have been going down so many rabbit holes, and I've, I've learned about this community. And it's just awesome, especially looking at your course. I'm just like, yo, this dude is filming a course in Thailand. This is what I want to do. <laughs> Camila Russo, great, great woman, author of The Infinite Machine. Yeah, definitely. So that, that she, sold you on Ethereum, she, like re reading that book, you read it in college? Yeah, yeah. Re reading that book was really the, the point where I was just like, okay, you know what? No, I'm not going to this Ethereum thing. Because especially after hearing about, um, I forgot who it was, but he was the dude, he was the dude that was in... Colombia. He was just traveling around Colombia and, you know, stumbled across Bitcoin, didn't have any programming experience and ended up, you know, having a huge impact on Ethereum. And I'm like, anybody can really make an impact on this community. Agreed. How would you say it's been in college? Um, like in the college scene, would you say that most of the people that you interact with are talking about this at this point? Or would you say it's still... Like you look at it, but most of your friends, like they see it in the mainstream, but you don't really talk about it much. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's definitely like I'm the only person. Sometimes it feels um, now that there are people who love investing, like day trading in crypto. Um, there are people like that. But when when it comes to, you know, writing smart contracts or um, trying to get into NFTs, things, things outside of the traditional cryptocurrency investing not too many so i feel like especially with DAOs, mm -hmm. i feel like DAOs are still very very early Pe people don't really understand them uh so so i'm i'm definitely liking where i'm at right now because when i graduate in may i'll be able to you know maybe help out with a couple DAOs. um I'm, I'm sure my skills will be up to the point where i can help out with a lot and then ultimately create my own 
So is your goal when you graduate to kind of focus kind of full-time into DAOs? Yeah, yeah, so, um, and, and, and creation. So I want to, like, I want to drop NFT collections with other artists, um, just e even music NFTs, really. I just want to get into anything. I feel like it'll be so much more fulfilling wow. than, than, than working on, you know, anything that I would be doing for a Web2 company. Wow, super cool. Super cool that that's your goal. I, I'd love to help in any way possible. So how, how has it been for you? I, I mean, it seems like you've already got your art side down. Um, how, how can I help you get there? Like, uh, it sounds like you've started writing Solidity smart contracts. How do you feel on the code side? You say that you're like, you're, your talent is in software engineering. How does it feel to kind of look at Solidity? Does it feel familiar and kind of easy? Does it feel like, uh, yeah, how, how, does, how does the Web3 coding environment feel for you? Yeah, yeah. So back end, it feels it feels easy. It feels natural. Um, my my degree is in computer engineering, so I'm I'm kind of back end native. Um, so understanding all I all I really had to do was just change my mindset from server to blockchain. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and and I, I took the crypto zombies course, and I'm just like, oh, so so it's it's actually pretty simple um, in terms of other programming languages. Now the front end, um, I never formally learned JavaScript. Like I can read JavaScript, um, and overall, I, I you know I'll be able to build out something in JavaScript. But I actually use Flutter for my typical front ends, mm -hmm. which is a platform for iOS, Android, and web. So um, they they have this package that mm -hmm. can interact with blockchains, but it's not really sophisticated, not very easy to use. And I've also been looking at Morales, and they only use JavaScript. So I feel like once I get JavaScript down, then it'll be it'll be a lot better for me. JavaScript, I feel, is pretty welcoming for most people. It's uh, yeah, it's not it's not bad. If you come from a typed language or if you come from a strong computer background, it might be a little frustrating for you. You're just like, oh, it just does everything. But but for most people that have no experience, it's pretty nice. Okay, so yeah. no any any um. After you got what? What was? Let's talk about the issue that you hit um, in the course. So you messaged yeah. me. Let me see if I can pull up our Twitter messages. You messaged me initially and said that you had hit an issue, but then you ended up figuring it out on your own. And that ability yep. to like solve the problem on your own, I think, is really cool. And I would love to see if we can kind of talk through, like, what you hit, what you were feeling, how you kind of got over it, because. I think a lot of people get into that flow where they, they hit a problem and if they don't get help instantly, then they kind of, they lose interest for years. And like, I want to help people when they discover this stuff to be able to catch on and get going as quick as possible so that we don't lose people and we can onboard people faster. What's up, man? Yeah. I'm taking your generative art course on Udemy. You're awesome for adding that extra onboarding lesson. I'm still new to JavaScript and Solidity, but I'm coming from Java and Python, so it's pretty understandable. And then you sent me a screenshot and you said, love, love what you were saying about NFT wallets and social networks. Um, I'm in the last part of minting my first NFT on Polygon. I'm running into this error called revert exception. Have you seen this before? And you sent me a blob. It looks like you were calling the owner of method and you had a contract address there. I'm sure it was for the right network. And then it had transaction data. Um, and it's got an, a call revert exception, which is very common. So t talk me through what happened in that era and then maybe kind of how you, how you figured it out. Because you just kind of figured it out on your own. We, we were talking about having this meeting, but then you just, you had figured it out. Yeah, yeah, it was, so um, 
I was looking through Polygon Scan, mm-hmm. and I had I had looked at just everything that I was doing. So I can actually share my screen right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was this one, this this contract creation. So there there are two contract creations yep. next to next to each other because mm-hmm. I had um I ran the the mint or the the deploy script I ran it twice with two different ad um addresses I think right and I was trying to mint it on a deployed script that I wasn't um I didn't change the actual code here so so on, on the script this contract address mm-hmm. It was the contract address of my first deployed contract, uh-huh. not the second deployed contract. And the second which, one had code that the first one didn't? Yeah, so the, okay. the second one was the contract that I put um, in, in, in this one, in, in the get token script. I put the second contract address here, but then I was minting on the first contract address mm. so i was essentially trying to get nfts from a contract that didn't have any nfts on it very cool very cool so how did you end up figuring it out you said you had messaged the polygon team on discord I, I like that's a hard thing to figure out so wait so you're what was the method that you were trying to call because it looks like when you when you sent me the error it looks like you were trying to call an owner of function which is yep. which is like a standard ERC seven twenty one function call. So are are the, are both of those contracts you deployed? Are they both ERC seven twenty one contracts? Yeah. So the the NFT dot soul mm-hmm. is an ERC seven twenty one contract. Yeah. Cool. And what what's the other one? Or what's the other one that you deployed? Or was is it the same one and just you deployed yeah, it two different times? Yeah, it's the same one deployed two different times with, with two different um, addresses. Okay, is was there any difference in the code? No, there there was no difference in the code. Oh, interesting. Um, the the only thing was that I had I had just deployed it twice, and it, it was two hmm. different smart contracts. Oh. So um, now now I know to only deploy once because I I don't I'm, I'm not sure what happened but I, I think what i was trying to do is just test it out at first mm-hmm. and then say okay well now the deployment works i left for a little bit um took a break and then i came back and i was just like okay let me try to deploy one more time i deployed another one mm-hmm. but the the contract address that i stored was the first one mm-hmm. so i was i was minting my nfts on the first um on the first smart contract while trying to fetch the nfts from the second smart contract and I was I was just in this mm. in this loop where I'm where I'm like okay this isn't working and you know I, I had I've dealt with a lot of issues before so I was able to try to figure out what that what the error said but over time I just kept reading it over and over again and and I knew from the solidity uh, courses that I took that owner of is a natural solidity method mm. um, and I, I was just like okay there, there's clearly something wrong. Here, so I, I looked through all of the classes in detail, mm-hmm. and I realized that my contracts were all messed up. And um, and, and Polygon Scan really helped me too because mm-hmm. I was able to look at the, the the exact contracts and 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 point out, okay, so this contract is what I'm calling, but I should be calling this one. 
and once I figured that out, it was cool. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of issues you hit. That's those barriers like those are very hard to debug, and I think the best way is to to hop on a call like this to to debug it. So the fact that you got it on your own is great. Um, it's hard to help with those with those errors just like via text. I'm trying to think like how how someone in Discord is going to help, and that's that's a pretty challenging challenging yeah. one without. But okay, so glad glad you got it fixed, and now now you're moving through fine. Solidity's going okay. Um, I want yeah, to be I want to be of service to you, and I don't want to waste your time. Um, so how how oh, else can I, yeah, I can I, I be of service to you? Dude, I really just wanted to ask. I mean, how so? I want to make digital art, mm -hmm. and I also I also want to help other creators, especially creators that have never even heard of Web three. Mm -hmm. um, my my dream is to create a DAO where you know it, it's just made up of a, a ton of creators, and you know the the DAO itself invests in the creators, and um, I mean just like a typical DAO would uh, invest in the creators, and you know any NFT collections that they drop, any um, you know, collectibles or or even YouTube streams, um, they'll they'll contribute some of those profits back toward the DAO, so that it's just a positive feedback loop. Um, I really wanted to ask if you know anybody that has experience creating DAOs, because I you know I 100% think that I'll be able to figure out writing the smart contract and testing it, making sure it works. Mm. Um, but that's just one part of it, you know. It's, mm -hmm. it's got to be a community. There's got to be a lot of, um, a lot of details hashed out. And I actually already have a Delaware C Corp for the the startup. It's just that I, I wanted to figure out how, because I heard that LLCs mm -hmm. are better for DAOs. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. just just wanted to ask, you know, like a subject matter expert, um, just general questions about them. Mm -hmm. I think the bridge between the blockchain and the real world is a challenging one. I think it's really cool that you're leaning into like Delaware C Corp and LLCs inside of the United States. Um, however, I want, I don't think they're they're necessarily gonna need to be there. Um, yeah. And it might it might it might do some challenging things for you, but it, it could be cool. Um, so so let me give you some background. So I started off when when I was about at your point, I had worked at Amazon and then I had been doing a lot of freelancing on Upwork and that was how I kind of started creating um, and then I started making my podcast and I was getting into like the creator economy and um, making a lot of YouTube videos, making a lot of like social media posts um, and then I grew that freelancing. I started getting so good at my software engineering and like I had so many clients that continued to want work. I was like, well now I can bring on more people and it can be not just freelancing. Now I can turn this into an agency. And so yeah. then it slowly grew bigger and bigger until it was like me running a team of software engineers and I wasn't really doing much coding. Um, now I do work with Mint Songs. And uh, so Mint, uh, when I was working in Thailand, actually right after I recorded those lessons, I was like, you know what, I really wanna do, I wanna dive all in on Web3, but rather than me, me doing it on my, I'm on a, I'm on a call. Um, rather than me doing it on my own, uh, I wanna be surrounded by other engineers that are in this space because you're the average yeah. of the five people you spend the most time with. When I was running my agency, like I was continuing to sell the web two clients to do my freelancing and agency work. And like every second I'm focusing on web two work, 
is less time that my brain is focused on Web3. And at this point, I wanna be entirely 100% of my time and attention. I want it to be on Web3 so that I can fail, I can experiment, I can try stuff out. And then like a year from now, I will have learned enough to be able to build my own business in Web. I feel similar to you. Like, I don't yeah. feel like I'm an expert and it's interesting that, that you look up to me as an expert and I don't see myself as, an, I'm growing more cause like I have, but now I've, I joined Mint Songs and Mint Songs allows me to work anywhere in the world. Um, I joined them when I was living in Thailand um, currently, I, I'm in the U.S., but I just drove the perimeter of the U.S. So I landed in Ohio about a month ago, drove down to Florida for Thanksgiving, then drove from Naples, Florida to San Diego because Mint Songs to are... San Diego? Yeah, all the way across, literally all the way across, because the reason I flew back is Mint Songs, we got funding from Coinbase, musicians like Grammatic. Um, we, we got a lot of, we got funding from big venture funds, and I was one of the first five full-time employees. And so they were like, hey, we're going to buy a big mansion out in San Diego, right on the beach. Everyone come out there. And I was like, fuck, I've been working with these guys in the metaverse. I got to go and see them in the real world. Like, I literally never have to see these people in the real world. They're going to fly me. They're going to pay for me to fly to the U.S. and then to fly whatever country I want to go to next. Let me do that. So I flew to the U.S. They paid for that flight. And now I, I, I visit them. We had this mansion on the beach with a, like, out of a dream of what you expect when you scroll on Instagram and you're looking at, like, what yeah. you could do in tech and you see this pool that's overlooking the beach and you can like yeah could not could not have dreamed of something better i, I remember sitting on the deck like talking to the ceo looking out and he's like damn dude i wish i was traveling around the world doing what you're doing and i'm like dude i'm sitting here with you in san diego looking out over our glass balcony at the ocean in san diego where else i this is where i want to be i can't yeah. i can't I, I couldn't picture heaven being better than this I want to be right here, right now, and nowhere else. And then, so after that, I drove up to Portland. So I, there's a highway that runs up the east, the west coast of the U.S., the Pacific Coast Highway. And so if you drive that, you can see every single beach in California and in, Port, in Oregon. So I drove all the way up, and I spent the past couple weeks living in Portland. And currently, I've got a cabin on a river with a wood-fired furnace and a spiral staircase in Indiana on a river. And wow. in, oh, you're in Indiana. I'm in Indiana, and next month oh, I get on a plane. I get on a plane to Argentina. So next month I'm flying down to Argentina, and then that is where I'm going to be living. South America, I think, is going to be good for me because it'll be the same time zone as my team. When I when I was working in Thailand, it was it was it, it's nice. I think everything's good in cycles, and I think the the wheel of like Buddhism is very apt, and like we all experience these cycles, and we're all at different points on the cycle. And right now, to be aligned in time zone with my team, I think would be really cool for me it was really nice to live in thailand and to spend a year of just like fuck that that that, that lifestyle is something but argentina will be nice because i i will be earning 100 crypto so i'll be earning 100 ethereum but i will be spending a hyperinflated currency of the argentinian peso so like and then i can just keep that delta infested working for me in DeFi. And then like I can keep making, I, yesterday I recorded a bunch of new Udemy courses. I'm gonna be publishing a new Udemy series for Web3 University to, uh, tomorrow probably. And so uh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. So I, I love that you are trying to promote like creator DAOs and wanting to help with that. And this is where you wanna focus your attention full time. I, I would love to help in any way. And just so you know, Mint, Mint Songs, we, we help musicians mint music. We are helping musicians build their Web3 communities. We are hiring. We just got funding. So if you want to be a software engineer with us, um, we are hiring lots of engineers. We, we just passed, I think, five full-time engineers, and the goal is to double at least to, to 10. So we're a small startup. Um, 
I love work. The, the, the reason I, I mentioned that is like, they give yeah. me the freedom to be anywhere I want in the world, work whenever I want in the world. And like also work in web three all, all the time. And I can get yeah. paid 100% in crypto while still being a W2 employee, getting full-time benefits, getting like good medical, dental, visual, and like knowing that every couple of weeks I'm going to get that like fat paycheck in them, you know? Yo, honestly, I'm 100% interested. This is something like after I graduate, I was just like, I want to be a software engineer in Web3 and I want to be building and creating in Web3. Uh, I mean, it was something on my 23rd birthday in Super. I was like, okay, I I really want to thing. And it was walking in blind. It was really scary. But now it's just, you know, especially after meeting you and, and other people in the community, it's just, okay, awesome. Yo, I'm, I'm definitely going to apply because this is something that this is something that I've been looking forward to. Is, is it mostly solidity or is it, you know, front end or what? No. So uh, what, what, what you're going to find in this space, you, you've written a smart contract and you've published it on Polygon. And like you've got those transactions. And if you wanted, you could send that to me you're already 90% further, you're better than 95% of the software engineers out there right now that are applying for Web3 jobs. Wow. Wow, that's, that's, cra- that's crazy. And it's something you need to know. It's something that you need to know. Like the, when, if you apply for a job and you can send them a link from Polygon Scan of a smart contract you published, I've been interviewing, I, I run the interviews, well, I'm one of the engineers that runs interviews at Minsong's. I guarantee you, yeah. not a single person that we've hired or not a single person that we've screened has published a smart contract onto the blockchain. These are all people that have like five, 10 years of software engineering experience, but they've been working at companies like Amazon and Google. And as you know, working at those companies, yeah. you don't have a ton of time to go and like explore a new field that is totally unrelated to the work that you're doing right now. Like to yeah. go off and learn Solidity and to take these Udemy courses is a thing that not many people can go and actually invest their time into. And so like, that how I got the job at Mint Songs, like you were watching all the work I did to learn Web3. Like I was literally, I learned Web3 in Thailand less than a year ago. I was going onto Crypto Zombies. I would do the work. I would live stream it. I wrapped up all those live streams, published it as, as a Udemy course, and like just kept doing those courses until I was like, you know what? I'm ready to get a job. So I'm ready to stop uh, trying to like find a new client for our agency and go all in on Web3. And so I spent one week literally one week applying to any Web3 job I could find. I applied to Dapper Labs that made NBA Top Shot and Crypto Kitties. I was in the final round of interviews with them. I applied to Arbitrum, which is an L2 scaling solution on top of Ethereum. They're like part of that L2 ecosystem. And I applied to Mint Songs. I applied to, I applied to anybody that I could. Um, I vibed with Mint Songs. As soon as I talked to the CEO and he's like, I own a board ape. I, I'm one of the like top 1% investors in NBA Top Shot. My family's from the Philippines. I'm out here like, I wanna, I see the potential of this NFT marketplace. He's like four years older than me. I'm like, okay, yep, yep. And Dapper Labs yep. was like, hey, you need nine rounds of interviews. With Mint Songs, it was three interviews. The first interview was with the CEO. The second interview was with the CTO. And I was just like, this is, but the, the point being, everybody in Web3 is hiring and they all want you. Like just me talking to you and hearing a little bit about your experience and what you're doing, the fact that you are a creator and you're a coder, any Web3 company is going to want you. So you have the, 
the, the, the saying GMI is very applicable to you. If you decide to work for a company, any company wants to hire you. I, I know that Mint Songs, like as long as you actually know how to code, I haven't seen you code, but like assuming you know a basic coding understanding, any company would be um, incredibly blessed to have you. So I, I, the fact that you want to be in Web3, I just want to, I want to fuel that and help you however I can and then just be patient till you graduate so that you can kind of be all in in the space. So, so like, Yo. yeah, how else, how else can I support you on your journey? Naz, thank you so much. Like I, that, that that really means a lot. Hearing that, I've I've been I've been really working hard. Um, just uh, it it really means a lot, man. Um, I I would say what? How did you go about finding job applications in Web three? Great, great, great question. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So oh, for sure. So one that. Um, I listen to is Bankless, and another is The Defiant. Bankless. The, okay, I'm, I was subscribed to Bankless. What was the other one? The Defiant is uh, Camilla Russo. Right. So the, the woman that wrote uh, The her. Infinite Machine, that's her podcast. Yeah, so she makes oh. The Defiant. So if you if you fuck with her writing, you should you should listen to her yeah. podcast. It's, it's good as well. And she's one of the only female podcasters I really see in the crypto space that isn't uh-huh. just like a trader, but is, uh, is like actually in the space. But the link I just yeah, sent yeah. you is what I really attacked. So... I'll, I just sent it to you in the meeting, and I'm also going to send it to you here. This is where I discovered Mint Songs and everybody else. It's the bankless Got job it. board. Every single company in here is Web3, and they are all hiring. Um, so if you just went down that list and applied to every company, uh, you, I, you would, you'll find a couple good companies at the very least. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. So so do you think um, – so for, for my uh, – doubt idea that, that I'm thinking of. I was I was thinking of doing that on the side of another software engineering job on the side of like, you know, creating and everything. So did, did you think that would work out? <laughs> yes. Um, short answer is awesome. yes. To, to give you an example, like my, my life right now, I got Min Songs full time. I also do work in the Bankless DAO. I'm a champion for a project in the Bankless DAO. So I am leading my own project in the Bankless DAO. Um, where I am helping the bank token get onto Polygon. So I am running the project where the bank token, the bank token is the token that runs the bankless DAO. Um, that exists right now only on Ethereum. And so if people want to send that, they either have to use K channels, which is not actually on chain, or they have to pay Ethereum gas fees, which could be anywhere from $10 to $100, depending on the network activity. So I'm helping us move onto Polygon so that we can do more on chain, actually on chain moving of the bank token. And I'm, so I'm, I'm running that project as well inside of a DAO. So I'm a full-time employee. I also do work inside of a DAO and I've gotten paid um, 100,000 of the bank tokens to do that. And now I also still run Voice First and I make my podcast. Like this audio, it's gonna go out on my podcast. And from each episode of my podcast, I take a small clip and I turn that into an NFT on Mint Songs. And so I, I mint, there will be an NFT that I'll mint from this recording. I will mint three, typically I either mint three or five copies and then I'll send you uh, two of the copies. I'll keep two of the copies for myself. I'll list one for sale and I'll send one of the copies I keep into the Sweetman Dow treasury. And so like my goal right now is to do as much on chain as possible. So if your goal is to like work for a full time, do work in a Dow and create, I'd say I am doing it. I'd say it's very affordable to do it. The only problem you're going to have is like, there's so much to do in this space. It's, you got to yeah. keep your energy contained into like no projects that you really want to invest in in the long term, Cause like, you you got to learn how to say no to a lot of projects because there's there again there's so much opportunity in the space like 
you got you got to know what to say no to, or else you're gonna waste a lot of time yeah. doing stuff that's not making you happy. Got to, got to. Yeah, I, I appreciate that advice. And um, just wanted to ask, what is your podcast called? Right now, it's called Your Voice First. I, I've been running it since uh, 2017. I, I started right before I bought my first crypto in 2017, and at the time, it was before I had like gone into the voice technology rabbit hole and graduated college and like gone into AI and started my own business. So um, it started off as 365 Tech by Suites, and then it evolved into Your Voice First podcast when I was running Your Vo- or Voice First AI, the company. And now I'm like all in on Web3, and it feels weird to call it Your Voice First. But also, I really like being able to tell people, just go up to your Alexa or Google device and say, hey, Google, play the latest episode of Your Voice First. And I'm worried I'll lose fans if I rebrand it. But I also know that like Web3 shit is hot right now. And so if I change, I might gain. I'm thinking about rebranding. And yeah. I think the turn of this year is a perfect time to rebrand. I have no idea what I'm going to rebrand. But one of the things, I, I got a cabin in the middle of the woods on a river so that I could just like sit with my notebook a lot and just uh, just write about Embrace. stuff like this. So I'm, I'm probably going to rebrand it. But right now, it's your voice first. What, what about uh, you? Yeah, we didn't even talk about your creator stuff. What, uh, so what your main crea- creating right now is happening on YouTube. Is that your biggest platform yeah yeah so so um what what i did on youtube i was just talking about things that my subscribers wanted me to talk about um especially in tech uh you know my 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 biggest market was just people who aren't in tech who want to know about tech and just like hearing me talk about it um but what i want to get into is like like p5js digital art um, I, I really enjoyed uh, creating something. I, I created something on P5JS just from uh, this this random code that I put together. But I was just like, yo, this is super dope. And um, I also uh, play piano a little bit. Um, I have a lot of friends who are into music. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... One of the most difficult things is getting people onto Web3 who are so used to Apple Music, Spotify, and I, th- I think that, especially with a, with something like Mint Songs, it would be perfect for me trying to get people into the Web3 creator economy. Um, so where I'm at right now is just mostly trying to define, okay, what am I going to focus on? You know, am I going to make art, music, YouTube videos? Um, because I do want to focus on one thing at a time. So I'm still... Uh, deciding that but i'm sure by the time i graduate i'm gonna have a full plan of just okay this is what i'm gonna do full time um this is what i'm gonna do on the side and this is what i'm gonna do as a creative outlet so really really having those things decided is what i'm gonna be focused on this semester um my, my classes aren't even that bad i'm actually taking an acting class this semester just for the hell of it hell yeah that's <laughs> and, awesome yeah I, I, I was thinking maybe i could be in a movie nft or something like that facts yeah, I'm, I'm just excited about the space in general, though. So um, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, love love to connect with you. I'll, I'll definitely be in touch. And um, I'll keep you posted on, you know, the job applications and everything. Uh, I did have one more question. I was going to ask, overall, so so when, when you're living in Argentina, when you're, when you're traveling and everything, how hard is it to go about buying things with Ethereum? Or do you usually transfer? Um, when I was living in Thailand, I was using traditional bank account, and mm-hmm. it, it it reinforced how important it is for more institutions to get on Web three Rails. 
because mm-hmm. moving money internationally is really challenging. It's really challenging. Um, now I have a crypto credit card. So now, um, now I'll be able to go and just go to any ATM across Argentina. And I could have done this in Thailand if I had this credit card at the time. Oh, I can put the credit card in. Card? It's, a, it's the Coinbase debit card, yeah. So what I can do is I can put it into any ATM and then I can just pull out uh, cash in the local currency and, and, what, and it'll do the, the translation automatically. I'll probably, I will probably still lose money in that transfer, but it'll be easier than, than having to actually go in and give them my passport to withdraw from a bank account. Um, Cause if you want to pull out of a bank account in another, um, it's not easy and it's still not going to be easy. Um, in Thailand, it's mostly a cash-based society. They don't have digital rails. And so when you're shopping around at markets and stuff, um, you can't, you don't have the option if you're a U.S. citizen and you don't have a Thai bank account, you don't really have the option to pay digitally. You've got to have cash. So th- there are ways to turn your crypto into cash. And th- that's what I'm doing. Cause I, I, I earn one, 100% of my income is crypto. So I am figuring out how to do those transfers. I'm hoping in Argentina they'll have more card swipers and that I can just use a visa. Because if I can just use a visa, then I'll just use my crypto credit card everywhere. Otherwise, I'll have the same problem I did in Thailand um, where I'll have to convert my crypto into the local currency, which is definitely challenging. But I mean, like that's... If you want to be living on the beach and paying nothing, like the ups come with the downs. It it comes with traveling. Like traveling around the world and being a digital nomad sounds really nice and it is really nice. There's also a lot of stressors and challenges that come with it. And like, if you're not willing to get international stressors, like this isn't, this dream is probably not going to be as fun as you imagine it to be. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Um, every time. So I've traveled to Sao Paulo and Mm. uh, Seoul, South Korea. And that, that, that was, that was when I first got my travel itch. Cause I'm like, there's so much of the world to see. Mm. And, um, that was actually one of my biggest issues, especially um, in in Sao Paulo, was being able to get the currency in the lo- uh, I mean, being able to get the lo- the local currency. But I think being paid in crypto would be so much better because well, I, I did sign up for the Coinbase card. I don't think it came through though. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely gonna ping them again. Yeah, it's really nice having that. Um... How, what did you think of Sao Paulo? Because I, I was looking at what countries to go to in South America, and yeah. there's there's Southeast Asia. I felt was super safe, and I've heard yeah. people talking like South America. There's more areas you should kind of be wary of, but I don't know yeah. how much of that is just like my biased family that hasn't really done much traveling, fearing for their child's safety. Do you? Yeah. Ha, how how was mean, it for you in Sao Paulo? I loved I love Sao Paulo. Um, there are areas in Sao Paulo that my my tour guide said you know just generally um, steer clear of. But if you if you know your way around, especially if you know a little bit of Portuguese, okay. um, it, it, it it's a really amazing place. And and there's it's like a party every day really. If you go downtown, it was it was just a random Friday, and we, and we went downtown, and it seemed like everybody was outside just. <laughs> having a good time it, it was pre-covid but it, it just mm. seemed like such a, an amazing time mm. and then uh south korea i would say i i felt the absolute safest in south korea um especially especially like i, I went with, with, with two other of my friends we're all six foot black guys so 
it was it was just <laughs> it was just a crazy experience because people would be looking and and it it would it would be nothing like America, you know, just just being in a place where I mean, it, it was a brand new world, and I want to go back so bad. I want to go to Tokyo. I want. I really want to travel the entire world. Um, and, and and I feel like Web three is just this perfect break that would allow me to do that. One hundred percent. It it does not cost a lot to live in anywhere that that you're naming. I I I chose to work with Mint Songs, but even if I hadn't. I was earning just fine with my Udemy courses and with the art I was yeah. putting out and just the podcast. You can earn enough by just creating, and if that's all you want to do, it's possible. If you yeah. want to work and get a full-time job, you can, but you don't have to if you live in a cheap country like yeah. South Korea or Brazil. Probably, was it, was it affordable? In, I'm sure it was affordable in Brazil. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and I'm sure... I'm. Honestly, I would only go for the full-time roles to learn more about software engineering because I do want to, I, I want to be an excellent engineer, um, but but I, you know, ultimately I do want to be a creator, um, especially since um, the, the DAO that I'll be working on is for creators, um, and, and I, 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 I'm surrounded by creators. I mean, all of my friends, I don't, I don't really have too many uh, computer, well, I, w- I would say the ratio of my um, computer science um, friends to creator friends would be like one to three, really. Um, just ph- photographers, artists, musicians, all around me. And I was just like, okay, how can I position myself to to actually be able to help them and also help myself by helping them? Mm-hmm. They need you. They They need people that know how to code to help build tools for them. Definitely, definitely, and and I was feeling that I was just like, if if there was a DAO out there that was really easy for people to get on boarded, and can get people creating and making a living from their creations, dude, I'd be the happiest person on earth. Yo, I, I'm very thankful for this call. <laughs> Me too. It's been very meaningful. I'm I'm glad to have helped you out. I. Glad to have helped. Glad to have sparked a little bit of passion and excited you. I'm I'm happy that you're heading down the route of Web three. Definitely, I'm I'm gonna be in touch. And I also like your necklace. Is that a crystal? Um, this my dad got this for me in Sedona, Arizona. Like, uh-huh. it was a long time ago. I've been wearing this one a lot. My sister just made me a necklace, and it's upstairs. Um, yeah. So after this, um, I'm probably gonna release. I'll probably drop this as the first episode that goes out in... Tw- I think this would be a great episode to kick off 2021, just talking to you, like a student that's about to graduate college. So this is probably going to go out um, this coming Monday, and then I'll mint the NFT probably the same day. So I'll ask you for your wallet address on Twitter. So it, have you set up a wallet before? I'm sh- have you set up like a MetaMask or some other wallet? Yeah. Okay. So just send me your wallet address that I can send you NFTs to, and then I will send you, I mint my NFTs on Polygon, but I will send you the NFTs, and uh, then, yeah, we can just stay in touch from there. Awesome. Sounds good. And uh, does the ENS name work? The um... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just send it to LanceNDavis.eth. That, that's, that makes it super easy. Awesome, man. Yo, I really appreciate this. Have a great rest of your day, Lance. You too, man. I'm going to see you. Bye. 
Hope you enjoyed this conversation with LanceNDavis.e. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, I am thinking about rebranding the podcast, potentially changing the name to OnChain Experiments. I have not made the final decision yet, and it'll probably be towards the end of January when I finally make the decision to change it. If you've got any thoughts on naming or changing the name of Your Voice First podcast to OnChain Experiments or any other name change, let me know. You can send me a voice note. Check the description of this podcast. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. This is Sweetman Dottie signing off.